This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. It's the first time since the Great Depression that a majority of adults are living with mom and dad. Blame it on the pandemic, college closures, and job losses. A study by Pew Research shows that 52% of young people are living with one or both parents. That's up from 47% before the pandemic. And the shift is cutting into rental demand, especially for apartments located near colleges. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. The total number of young adults ages 18 through 29 who are living at home grew from 24 million in February to 26.6 million in July. That's an increase of 2.6 million people. Pew says this demographic shift has impacted all parts of the market, including urban and rural areas, various racial and ethnic groups, and the four main census regions of the Northeast, Midwest, the South, and the West. In the 1930s, the share of young adults living with parents grew to 48%, although it may have peaked even higher than that. Pew says the numbers went down during the 50s and 60s. That's when the hippie movement took hold. After that, the number of young adults living at home has slowly increased through the decades, but it's currently at a historic high because of the coronavirus and the economic downturn. A survey shows that 23% of young adults who moved home did so because their college campus closed. 18% said they suffered a financial hardship like a job loss. Some also said they moved back as a way to safely quarantine because of the outbreak. This all came at a time when millennials were supposed to be a driving force in the formation of new households. Many had already delayed major life plans because of the Great Recession, and now a majority of them are postponing those plans again as they shelter with mom and dad. Pew says the number of households headed by a young adult dropped from 15.8 million to 13.9 million between February and July. That's about 12%, or 1.9 million people. According to another study by Marcus and Millichap, this shift has resulted in higher vacancy rates for CBD apartments. Those are units in the central business district of a city. It says the nationwide core vacancy rate has risen 170 basis points since the beginning of the pandemic. It's now up 5.8%, which is the highest rate since the year of 2000. The cities with the most millennial losses are some of the most expensive ones, like San Francisco, San Jose, New York, and Los Angeles. But it isn't just the most expensive cities losing their millennials. Orlando has been known as a millennial metro along with Seattle, Columbus, and San Antonio. Researchers also pointed out this could present a buying opportunity for investors. It says investors that historically acquire newly built core-located assets in gateway and primary markets may see an increase in potential targets as developers sell recently completed properties in struggling CBDs prior to stabilization. Well, that's a mouthful, but basically says that you might find some fire sales in these areas, or at least some bargaining power. They say buyers will have market uncertainty on their side during those negotiations. The flip side to that scenario is the knowledge that other markets are currently attracting young adults and could attract even more when it comes time to cut the apron strings once again. So where are these millennials moving? A recent report from Rent Cafe shows which cities millennials are favoring right now. Rent Cafe researchers say that top millennial metro for 2020 is Austin, Texas. Seattle has been in first place for five years, but was bumped into fourth position this year. San Francisco and Oakland took the second and third positions. 
Houston was number five on the list for millennials, but Ren Cafe says it's also very popular among Gen Y. Other millennial metros worth mentioning are Charlotte, North Carolina, Louisville, Kentucky, Memphis, Tennessee, and Dallas. Researchers analyzed 13 million rental applications in 4,000 cities to find out which city has the highest share of millennials. You'll find links to these reports on the webpage for this podcast at newsforinvestors.com. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. 